people in the house tonight that got the victory? Is there any apostolics in the house that got the Holy Ghost and they got power? Woo! Hallelujah! I'm telling you, you know, we don't just say, we don't just say that just to poke you and to try and hype you up. Your dance really does crush Satan. Because when you're baptized in Jesus' name and you're filled with the Holy Ghost, when you begin to dance, you're reminding the devil, guess what? I'm free. And you know what? No matter what you do, I got the victory. No matter what comes my way, I know I got the victory. No matter what, I got it. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I got it. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I got it. I dare somebody to take a few moments. If you got the victory tonight, you ought to give the Lord a shout of praise.
Anybody got the victory tonight? Hey, let's clap our hands one more time. Woo! My God. <laughs> I got the victory. Somebody look at your neighbor, give him a high five, say, I got the victory. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry, let's just clap our hands one more time. Come on, let's open up our mouth one more time before we, before we officially start youth service. Come on, somebody, let's stand to our feet and just clap our hands one more time. Come on, somebody, let's clap our hands one more time. God, I give you all the honor. God, I give you all the glory. God, because you deserve it. God, you deserve the glory. God, you deserve it all. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Now, first of all, let me get some house rules going. Y'all shouldn't even be sit sitting right now. Yeah, come on, there it is. You got to be standing with the preacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, I am so excited for what God is about to do tonight. Amen. I was thinking about what, I was thinking about what to talk about. And, you know, I was reading my Bible and I wasn't even thinking about this. And I was reading in the book of Revelation. And, you know, the book of Revelation scares me sometimes. It doesn't scare me anymore. Because the Bible says, blessed are those who read it. So I was reading it, and I felt like God just kind of dropped something in my spirit. And I was like, oh, man, that's so nice. And I kind of want to talk about it tonight. And I know usually I'm preaching to the teens, and I'm going to preach to you, but I, I feel a little Sunday school spirit coming up on me. So I know I'm not in Sunday school, and um, I've never preached to the little ones before, but, you know, I feel like doing a little teaching tonight. But... You know, I always got to have a twist because that's how I am. All right, so let's go. Go with me to the book of John, chapter 14. The book of John, chapter 14. We're going to start at verse number one. Book of John, chapter 14, verse number one. If you have it, shout amen. Amen. There it is. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Now, if you don't got it, you can just look on the screen. The Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may also, oh, be also, excuse me. And whether I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Verse number 7, it says, if ye had known me... Ye should have, all, have known my father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. My God. What a powerful sentence that is right there. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the father. And it sufficeth us. God, just show us the father. It will satisfy us. Jesus saith unto him, have I been so long time with you? And yet thou hast not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? 
And I love it. He said, I've been with you for so long and you don't know me? And for just a few moments tonight, I want to teach on this subject. Do you know me? Do you know me? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, do you know me? Come on, let's clap our hands one more time and let's just pray before, we be, before we're seated. Lord, we love you. We thank you for everything you're doing in this house. God, give us a revelation tonight. Speak to us, Jesus, in a mighty way. God, we need you to move in this place. God, open up our understanding. God, we give you all the glory, all the honor. And somebody say, in Jesus' name, do you know me? Look at your neighbor, do you know me? And say, do you know me? You can be seated. You can be seated. All right. All right, children, be careful because I'm talking to you tonight. So if you're not paying attention, I'm going to walk up there and give you a neck during service. All right. By a show of hands here, who has a best friend? Yes. 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 That's good. Now, there is a difference between friends and best friends. Look at your neighbor say, there's a difference. <clears throat> and if you just stick with me here, I'm going to read this real quick. The main difference between friend, a friend and best friend is the fact that while we may consider a number of people as friends, we only have a handful of best friends. I don't know how true that is. I feel like I have a bunch of best friends. But anyways, essentially, friendship is a relationship between two people who hold mutual affection for each other. However, we always tend to label our relationships such as friend, close friend, true friend, best friend, etc. The main difference between friend, a friend and a best friend is the fact that while we may consider a number of people friends, we only have a handful of best friends, usually one or two. According to dictionary.com, a friend is a person attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. I mean... A person who is on good terms with another, a person who is not hostile, <laughs> and um, so on and so forth. While it defines best as of the highest quality, excellent or standing, the best work, the best students, most advantageous, if that's even a word, advantageous, thank you, Trevor, suitable or desirable, that's why I need Trevor in my life, y'all. Hence, it only stands to reason that a best friend is someone who is the best person from your friends. They, I'm going to keep going. You tend to prefer your best friend over your other friends. Your best friend is the one you always think of when considering your friends. Now, as I'm reading this, I want you all to start thinking about your best friend. Start thinking about your best friend. Ready? A friend that shows value, values of his friendship by expressing the following. The tendency to desire what is best for the other? Sympathy and empathy, honesty, even in situations where it may be difficult for others to speak the truth. A friend is someone you hang out with in a group, someone to talk to and to laugh with. Friends stand out in a group of people. Friends are someone who you are happy to spend time with during doing absolutely nothing. Someone who doesn't mind driving you on stupid errands. Someone who tries to help you. A friend is someone who would never intentionally hurt you, lie to you, deceive you, manipulate you, abuse you, and who takes great care to be kind to you. While a best friend is someone who wants to hang out with you alone, someone you can talk to about anything, someone you can ask for advice without being judged, 
You can share secrets with them, talk about deep or personal things, and tell them anything. A best friend stands out in a group of friends. A best friend is someone who is more like extended family. Y'all thinking about your best friend right now? Y'all got to be thinking about it. Let's see. Where was I? Extended family. A sibling you've never had. Someone who knows everything about you, your insecurities, your secrets. They are brutally honest and loyal, who can be trusted always. They are the one who will try to help you even when you have no when they have no idea how. They'll come up, they'll come with you when you have to do boring things like anyways, go to stupid places, you know, go uh, buy groceries, you know. I hate to do that. But anyways, your friend will be a shoulder to cry on whatever you need. So who here, after reading this, still thinks they have a best friend? Raise your hand if you still think you have a best friend. Okay, let's try a test. Warren, can you come here, please? And grab those whiteboards for me. Yeah, all of them, please. Sisters Lost, thank you so much. All right. The Bi- uh, not the Bible. The, the definition of no is to perceive or understand as a fact of, or truth, to apprehend clearly and with certainty. So who here has a best friend? Raise your hand. All right, I'm going to, Shamisia, who's your best friend? Who's your best friend? Oof. <laughs> Oof. I need, I need two pairs of friends. Two pairs of friends. Hold on, hold on. Two pairs of friends. I need, I'm not going to call on marriages now because we're not, I don't want to be like, after I ask these questions, be like, you didn't know that about me? I can't believe you. So, okay, George and Cedric, come on up. They're related. That doesn't count. All right, two more sets of friends. Two more. Y'all, come on, Shanika and Shamisia. Come on, come on. Y'all give it up. Y'all give it up. Yes. All right. Cedric, Cedric, go ahead and sit right here. George, you sit right here. Same thing. Shanika, you sit right here. Shamisia, you sit right here. So you say you're best friends, huh? We'll see about that. All right. Now, Orrin, if you don't mind, here you go. I have these in my pocket. If you can give everyone, oh, I have one more. I'm so sorry. One whiteboard and one marker. So this is what we're going to do. Your best friends, all right, we're going to see right now. This is how it's going to work. Y'all paying attention? We're going to, thank you. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. So, for instance, I'm going to ask a question if you know this about this person, right? So, you're going to answer for George. So, for instance, if you know his favorite shoes are Nikes, you're going to write Nikes. And, George, you're going to put... Nikes, because those are your favorite shoes, all right? So you're going to answer honestly. Same thing with you. Does that make sense? If I say, what is your favorite shoe? And you think, man, Adidas, even though I don't like Adidas. Adidas, right? And you know this about her because you're best friends, right? You're going to answer that for her, all right? And then we're going to go, the next question, uh, Shanika has to answer about Shamisia. And vice versa, George, you have to answer this about Cedric. So I want you to write your answer. Ready? This is your question. George, don't say it. 
Cedric, what is George's full name? Now, y'all better not tell each other either. You better not tell it. And George, write your name down, please. Shamisia, what is Shanika's full name? Write your name down, please, if you don't mind. Write her name down. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I got six, I got four more, five more questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord Jesus. All right, um, Cedric, do you have it? Cedric, do you have it? I don't care about spelling. Uh, George, you, got, uh, you better have it. I mean, that's your name. If y'all cheated, are y'all cheating? Naeem, can you stand right here and make sure they don't cheat? Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Answer, answer. Y'all, this is a Sunday school lesson. Yes, we're going to count it down. You should have it ready in five, four, three, two, one. All right, good. All right, all right. Let's see. Cedric, what is George's full name? George Gabriel Duhaney. Okay, did he show, show the crowd? Show the crowd. Show the crowd. Show the crowd your answer. George, what is your full name? Joshua Duhaney. George Johnson Duhaney. Why don't you show the crowd? Shamisia. What is Shanika's full name? Show the crowd. She just has Shanika on there. That is not her full name. Shanika, what is your full name? Shanika. Come on. Come on. Don't ruin my sermon now. Shanika Florent. All right. Show everybody. Show everybody. So obviously that's... They both, they both lost that round. Let's do it one more time, okay? Here we go. Y'all erase it quickly, quickly, quickly. It's all right. It's all right. Erase it. Erase it. Come on. I still got plenty of left, y'all. Plenty of stuff left. All right. Ooh. I'll do an easy one for you, okay? I'll do an easy one for you. Shanika, what is Shamisia's favorite color? You better look this way. Write down your favorite color, please. All right, y'all better not be cheating. George, what is Cedric's favorite color? Write it down, please. Write down your favorite color. Hurry, hurry. Y'all are best friends. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Y'all count down with me. Ready? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. Shanika, what is your favorite color? Mine. Oh, Shamisia's. I'm sorry. Blue. What is your favorite color? Blue. All right, show them. Show them. They got that right. Yes. All right. George. <laughs> George, what is Cedric's favorite color? Blue. Cedric, what's your favorite color? Blue. Show them. Show them. All right. Are we good to do one more? Are we good to do one more? All right, erase it. Erase it. Come on, one more. Erase it. Erase it. Erase it. All right, one more. Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Y'all are best friends, right? Your best friends? Your best friends? You, you seem to be questioning it now. All right. This is, so Cedric, this is a question for George. What size shoe does George wear? George, write down your shoe size, please. Shamisio, what is Shanika, uh, don't you look at her. 
What is her shoe size? Go ahead and write down your shoe size, please. Go ahead and write down her shoe size. Y'all are best friends. Now, if we have time tonight after you service, we can play this game. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. Y'all got it? Y'all got it? All right. George, y'all aren't cheating? Okay. Cedric, what is George's size shoe? Six. What is your shoe size, George? Six. Show everybody. All right. All right. So, Shamisia, what is Shanika's shoe size? Seven. What is your shoe size? Eight and a half. You heard it here, folks. All right, all right. All right, let me get the whiteboards. Y'all are done. Y'all are done. Y'all give it up for them. Y'all give it up. Let me get the whiteboards, please. The whiteboards. The whiteboards. Actually, um, Cedric, get, grab all those whiteboards and give it a sister sauce. Nick, if you can grab these chairs. Y'all give it up for them one more time. Give it up for them one more time. All right. So. Depending on how well they did, y'all might want to reevaluate your friendship. Maybe you didn't know your friend as much as you think you did, which is okay. Look at your, look at your neighbor and say, it's okay. It's okay. There's always room to grow. Amen? Now, Jesus is a little different. See, he knows everything. Thing about you. That's because he not only is obsessed with you, but he created you. Yes, he knows where you're at at all times. He knows the exact numbers of your hairs. He knows your feelings, your struggles, your dreams, potential. Anything you can think of, God knows about you. Say, God knows everything about me. And that's the incredible thing because despite everything, all the things, all the good, all the bad, he still loves us. Amen? Amen. Let's clap our hands to a God that still loves us. Yes. But the question is, is do we really know Jesus? Do we really know Jesus? Now, God, he knows everything about us, but do we know everything about him? How many people here love Jesus? Yes. Yes. How many of us know that you can't truly love something or someone you don't know? That's why, that's why, now let me just flip back over here to my youth pastor section. That's why, you know, whenever you're talking to somebody, you should make sure that you get to know them first. Because you got to know the ins and outs. Because you don't want to just look at them and they got to beautiful smile and the way their hair is and my God, their worship and they can sing. But what happens if, my God, that's all you love is just looks and everything like that. And then you end up not really knowing this person. You can get married and then you're in a hair full of trouble. Hairful. Whatever that means. My God, a hair full of trouble. Whatever that means. All right. So everyone is at a different point in their walk with God. But you ought to make it a point to know who God is. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, so let's look at our opening text again. John 14 and 1. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe in me also. In my Father's house are many mansions. 
Who lives in a mansion? A mansion? You're not, you don't live in a mansion. I love you. I know you don't live in a mansion. All right? We're not going to hell on a scholarship for lying, okay? If it were not so, I would have told you, and I go to prepare a place for you. You cannot go into a person's house who you don't know. If you are trying to get into a Holy Ghost party and you don't know this person, they're not going to let you in. You know what would happen if you try and just go into a random person's house that you don't know? <laughs> you, you would get blasted. You would get blasted. And there would be no more Mason. And there'd be no more Eli. And there'd be no more Rome. Y'all would get blasted. Josue, I don't care how funny we, we, how good we think we can guess this person. If we don't know them and we just walk up in their house, bang. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, bang. That's right. So, that's right. You don't want to go into a stranger's house. Stranger danger. All right. This is what Matthew 10, 29 through 33 says. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? One of them shall not fall on the ground without your father, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. See, look, that's him showing how much detail he takes into thinking about you and knowing about you. Let's see. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are more valuable than many sparrows. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father, which is in heaven. All right, so... We have to know who Jesus is because we got to let everybody know. Amen? you got to let everybody know who Jesus is. At the end of the day, God is looking to us for something in particular. He wants something out of each and every one of you. And that is a relationship. That's what God wants. In order for a relationship to grow, mature, you've got to spend time with that person. You've got to learn about them. In order for us to know more about God, you've got to learn some stuff about him. That's why I love the Bible. Because it's a love letter written by God to us, to me and to you. And throughout the Bible, God will tell us things about himself to slowly reveal who he is. Right? So let's go back to the beginning of the Bible and learn some things about God. Amen? Y'all still awake? We just started. It's okay. So... God is a creator. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, God is a creator. When we read Genesis 1, we find God created. It says, in the beginning, God, there it is, created the heavens and the earth. God is a creator. God created everything, the sun, the moon, the stars, planets, oceans, fish, you know, sharks, which I hate. I mean, my God, birds, which I love, animals, humans. God is a creator. All right? God is a creator. God is the I am. God is the I am and the I am he. Read for me Exodus 3, 13 and 14. Go ahead. Yes, sir. And every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with the lamb. And, it, and if thou wilt not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck. And all the firstborn of man among thy children shalt thou redeem. And it shall be when they, thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What is this? That thou shalt say unto him, by strength of hand, the Lord of us, the Lord brought us out of from Egypt, from the house of bondage. Is that Exodus three thirteen? Right here, bub. Read it right here. It's okay. 
Y'all, Sunday school, it don't matter. It's okay. Let's go. Go ahead. That is an excellent It's all right. Go ahead. Just read it from here, Orin. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto thy ch the children of Israel, yes. and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you. And they uh, shall say. They shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Now stop right there. He says, Look, God, Moses is talking to God in the burning bush, and he's like, God, what am I going to tell these people? Who sent me? Go ahead. Oh, all right, I'll keep reading. Next verse. Next verse. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. All right, read for me Isaiah 43 and 25. Go ahead and read. I even I am, the, am he that blotted out thy transgressions for my own sake and would not remember thy sins. That's right. I even I am he. Right? God is the I am. Right? Amen? Amen. All right. All right. We're getting somewhere. God is our father. Look at your neighbor say, God is our father. Read for me Malachi 2 and 10. Trevor, you're at the end. Don't worry. I got you. Go ahead, Orn. We, have we not all one father? Hath not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother for profaning the covenant of our fathers? That's right. Good. Good job. Right? Where's Manny? Manny, we have one God and Father who created us, right? Now read for me 2 Corinthians 6 and 18. I'm going somewhere. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Yes. I should have went a verse back, but it's all right. All right, continuing. Here we go. God is one. Look at your neighbor say, God is one. All right, Deuteronomy 6.4, we should all be able to quote it. I should, I should challenge every single one of us. Specifically, since you're in Sunday school, you should be able to know this. Or RCA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, that's what y'all could quote. Give me, a, give me a moment. Let me find somebody who's in RCA, RCA. Manny, come here. Come on, Manny. See, y'all give it up for Manny. It's Sunday school today. It's Friday school. All right. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Now, don't rush through it. Say it slow. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And I shall love the Lord our God with all thy might and all thy soul. And we shall... Yeah, I forgot. It's all right. Give it up. Give it up. He did good. He did good. <laughs> Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. All thy soul, all thy might, correct? I don't know the rest, but y'all forgive me, okay? Isaiah 44 and 8, I'll read this right here. It says, fear ye not, don't neither be afraid, have not I told thee from that time, and have declared it. Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. Now, I was reading this, and I was studying for this, and I thought it was so cool because God answers himself. He says, is there a God beside me? And God's like, yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, I know not any. All right, now, somebody say pause. We're going to take a quick break in our program to have a visual lesson. All right? So we're learning about the things of God, right? But we don't know everything yet. Does that make sense? We're still, we're still on the same page here, right? So. We start to find these things out about God. We start to realize that he's one. He's a creator. He's a father. He's all these incredible things. And you start to see somewhat of like a silhouette. That's like a shadow. You kind of can see of 
who God is, what, what kind of things make up God, right? So I was doing some studying. And how many of, here, how many of us here have ever thought about like, man, when I grow up, I want to be an FBI agent. And I want to be, be able to, to uncover scenes and stop the bad guys. Not a, not a lot of us. You know, it's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie to you. So the FBI does this really cool thing. It's called, and it sounds kind of messed up, but it's called profiling. <laughs> <laughs> so you can identify somebody. Maybe this is why I'm not ready for Sunday school. <laughs> so we're just having fun tonight. Amen. Amen. Y'all better be learning something because I'm going to ask you. All right. So there's many ways you can identify somebody, right? Let's say that, for instance, one way you can be identified is by the shape of your ear. Not everyone has the same exact ear shape. Yep, go ahead and feel your ear. It's weird. It's the only one that you got. All right? Your nose. Somebody feel your nose. That's the only, you know, your nose is distinct. Right? Here's the other thing, which my young men need to hear this. All my men say, hey. Hey. All right? All right? Ready? Here we go. Your body odor is distinct. Your body odor is distinct. That means you have a distinct smell. Your body odor has a smell. Ladies, if you have body odor and you smell, God bless you. You need deodorant too. All right? Don't smell your armpits now. You got to put on some cologne and perfume, all right? So, the way you smell is particular to you, right? The way you smell, the way, the way you talk, right? What did Bishop say about me the other day? What, is, what does Brother John always say? Bro, that's right. See, that's how you know it's me, bro. All right? So, here we go. Now, a detective, I'm coming back down. A detective, Shamisia, needs to be able to recognize all the details. When you're trying to, Cairo, when you're trying to figure out a case, right, you need to get all the details together because you can't miss any details. You cannot miss any details, all right? So I'm going to put a, I'm going to give you guys a case right now. We're looking, we need to find Billy the worker. Billy is the only name I can think of, so y'all forgive me. Billy the worker. We need to find Billy the worker. And he's here. You don't have to put that right now. Don't have to put that voice memo right now. Don't do it. We need to find Billy the worker. So if you fit this description, I need you to stand. All right? Somebody shout Billy. Somebody shout, where are you, Billy? Billy is a man. Stand up if you're a man. Yes, you're a man. Stand up. Oh, yeah, Billy is among you. All right, all right, settle, settle down. Now, if now that we're all standing, if you don't have this description, if this description does not fit, I need you to sit down, okay? Billy is wearing a blue suit. If you're not wearing a blue suit, sit down. 
If you're not wearing a blue suit, sit down. Blue suit. Bub, you're not wearing a suit at all. You're not wearing a suit. All right, everybody listen. Hey, 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 shh, shh, shh. guys, there's a Billy among us. Oh, my God. Billy is wearing a white shirt. Now, if you have a white shirt with your blue suit, step forward. Step forward. Come on. Step forward. Step forward. You got a blue suit, a white shirt. Blue suit, white shirt. Blue suit, white shirt. That's white. That's a white shirt. That's a white shirt. Blue suit, white shirt. Uh, sir, where's your suit? You do not have one. That's why you wear a suit to you service. Amen. Amen. Come here, George. Let me see. I need to inspect this man. It's all right. Go ahead and sit. Go ahead and stand. How many people do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. There are nine potential billies. Y'all, this is a, this is a, yes, smile, smile. All right, ready. Somebody shout, Billy, where are you? <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's our next clue. Now, remember, we can't miss any of the details. Billy is wearing a red tie. Oh, oh my. And now we have seven. Here we go. We're going to. Here we go. We're just, we're just going to keep chipping away. Ready? Billy is out of high school. Sorry, Isaiah. You're not Billy. Wow. And we're down to one, two, three, four, five, six. Somebody shout, Billy, where are you? Where is Billy? Where is, what? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hey. You'll, you'll see what I'm saying. All right, ready? Billy has a job. Oh, everyone has a job here. My God. Everyone has a job. Okay. Billy. Billy has brown eyes. Let me inspect. Let me inspect. Tobias. Goodbye. Goodbye. Your eyes are brown. Your eyes are brown. Brown is still brown regardless. Somebody shout, Billy, where are you? Well, you can say, you can say, Brother John, can you put this up on the pulpit for me? Put it up on the pulpit for me. I don't need this anymore. I'll be right back up there anyway. So, we can't find Billy. We can't find Billy. Is this Billy? Are you Billy? Are you Billy? Are you Billy? And are you Billy? There cannot be five Billies. I had to count. There's only one Billy. There's only one. There's only one Billy. Now we can guess as much as we want to, right? But what happens if we're wrong? Or Javia, what happens if we're wrong? Okay, we'll see. We'll see if you're a detective. All right, here we go. So, <laughs> I really didn't think this all the way through, but it's all right. This is a Sunday school lesson. I didn't think it's all the way through. All right, so now we might not be able to determine Billy by his uh, looks, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. Y'all messed me up. But I know one thing. You cannot separate 
Billy's voice from Billy. Oh, my God, big brains. You cannot separate Billy's voice from Billy. All right? So go ahead and play that. Oh, no, no, before you play it, we're going to play a clip. And the clip is going to say, hi, my name is Billy, the worker. So I want, after I play the clip, I want each of you, I'm going to give you the mic, and you're going to say, hi, my name is Billy the Worker. All right, go ahead and play the clip. Everybody be quiet. Hi, my name is Billy the Worker. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, all right, here we go. Hi, my name is Billy the Worker. Hey, hey, shh, hey. Hi, my name is Billy the Worker. 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 All right, hold on, hold on. All right, everybody quiet. We're going to play it one more time. We're going to play it one more time. Y'all, it's got to be quiet in the house. This is why I need to run these ideas by my friends so they can find the plots and the holes. All right, ready? Play it one more time. Hi, my name is Billy, the worker. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to take a vote. We're going to take a vote. Who thinks it's Nick? Nick is not Billy, the worker. Goodbye. Who thinks it's Judah? Is Judah Billy, the worker? No, he's not. Is Trevor Billy, the worker? Is Matthew Billy the Worker? Is Alden Billy the Worker? Billy, is that you? It's me. It's Billy the Worker, y'all. All right, y'all are good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so, so, we cannot separate Billy from his voice, right? Just like we cannot separate God from his voice. That means when we hear God's voice and when God says something, his actions and everything that he is should line up with it, right? So just as Billy the worker, right, was wearing a blue suit with a white shirt and a red tie and he uh, was out of high school, all those characteristics fit, right? But not only that, they were backed up by that he had the same voice. His voice matched who he was and his actions, right? So now, let's go back and we're going to start piecing all of this puzzle together. You ready? You still with me? All right, good. Y'all are never going to forget this message. Billy the Worker. All right, where am I at? All right, somebody read for me. Actually, you know what? Look at your neighbor and say, God is a Savior and Redeemer. All right, somebody read for me. Isaiah 47 and 4. 47 and 4. As for our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts is his name, the, the Holy One of Israel. Hmm. You know, it's funny because when I read my Bible, I read in Galatians 3 and 13, it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written... 
Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. It seems to kind of line up. God is a redeemer. Christ hath redeemed us. All right, somebody read for me Isaiah 45 and 21. Tell ye and bring them near, yea, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from, the, from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Hmm. So God is a just God, and he's a Savior. But in Philippians 3 and 20, this is what it says about Jesus. It says, for our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for this Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. Starting to make sense. All right, let's keep going. Isaiah 43, verse 10 and 11. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. So God is saying, besides me, there's no Savior. Besides him, there's nobody. And you see, God is a jealous God. And he says, I will not share my glory with one another, right? So that means those titles that God has, he's not going to share with any, anybody else. So when God's saying, I'm a savior and I'm a redeemer, he's the only one who's a savior and a redeemer, right? So it's weird, Trevor, because when I'm reading the Bible in Titus 2 and 13, it says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our Savior. Now this can't contradict itself because God is our Savior, right? And how many know God is just a title? How many know God is just a title? Just like Billy the Worker. Worker is his title, right? Okay, here we go. God is the first and the last. Somebody say God is the first and the last. Somebody read for me Isaiah 44 and 6. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. That's a bold statement. He said, look, I'm the first, I'm the last. Bruh, I'm A and Z, homie. I'm A and Z. There's nobody like me. Ooh, that rhymed. My God. Anyways, so that's funny because you know what? He said, beside me there's no God, right? So go ahead and read for me. Revelation 1 and 17. Go ahead and read it. And, I, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am the first and I am the last. Jesus is saying it right here. I am the first and I am the last. All right, here we go. Let's speed it up just a little bit. Actually, you know what? Who remembers back when we were saying God is the I am and the I am he? Who remembers that, right? God is the I am and the I am he. Go ahead, Orrin. This is your chance to redeem yourself. Exodus 3, 13 and 14. Go ahead and read it. And every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with the lamb. And if thou wilt not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck. And all the firstborn of men among thy children shalt thou redeem. And it shall be when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, what is this that thou shalt say unto him, by strength of hand, the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the house of bondage? Bubba, that wasn't it. 
And Moses said unto him, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? them? Next verse, please. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Right now, John 8, 56 through 58 says this, Your father Abraham, this is Jesus, rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Verse 57 says, Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet 50 years old. How hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus Jesus saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. My God, you can shout over that right there. That's right. Amen. All right, ready. Here's something. Now y'all are starting to connect the dots, right? As a good detective, you're starting to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. Amen? All right, here we go. Every knee is going to bow to God. Go ahead and read for me Isaiah 45 and 23. Isaiah 45 and 23. I have sworn by myself the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That, that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Absolutely. So now we know the verse. Everything's starting to kind of make sense here, right? Philippians 2 and 10, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth, earth, and every tongue shall confess, right? So how is it that all this stuff is connecting? Musicians, you could come. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. All right. So, well, you could say, Brother John, can we get a description of God, you know, like Billy the Worker? Yeah, you can. Go ahead and read for me Daniel 7, 9 through 10. Go ahead and read that for me. Y'all pay attention to this. I beheld till the thrones were cast down. Yes. And the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came from came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Amen. All right, so we see the Ancient of Days. Somebody say the Ancient of Days. Daniel sees the Ancient of Days, and he says, you know what? His garment was white as wool. I mean, it's white as snow, and his hair was white like wool. So that's a pretty good description, right? If you were to put that in your list of looking for Billy the Worker, or you're looking for how God looks, you can say, well, he's wearing white, his hair, his head is like pure wool, right? All right, so now let's go to Revelation 1, and I'm going to read this. This is 11 through 15. I'm almost done, y'all. This is Jesus saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. What thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna and Pergamos and unto Thyatira, oh God, and unto Sardis and unto Philadelphia and Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, one likened unto the Son of Man. So now we know who the Son of Man is. is Jesus, right? Now John is about to describe what the Son of Man looks like. And he said, um... One likened unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paths with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. 
and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet burned like unto brass. And as they burned in a furnace, and his voice was the sound of many waters. Right? And I'm almost done, y'all. And then we're going to go to one more. And this is the crazy thing, right? So go ahead. I think it's Trevor. Read for me Isaiah or whoever it is. Isaiah 35, 4 and 6. Somebody go ahead and read it. Isaiah 35. I got it. I got it, y'all. I got it. It's okay. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. God will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. And then shall the lame man leap as an heart. That means a deer. And the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and the streams in the desert. Now, we go fast forward to the book of Luke. And John's disciples come. We can all stand. Let's all stand. And John's disciples come to Jesus and John is in prison. And he says, John, now John was doubting himself. Because you remember at the beginning of his ministry he says, I'm paving my way for the Lord. Right? And so now he's in prison. He has time to think. And his disciples come and visit him. And he says, you know what? Go talk to that Jesus guy. And ask him, are you really the one that we're looking for? Right? And this is what it says. This is what Jesus says unto him. Luke 7, 22 through 23. I'm sorry. Then Jesus answering said unto them, go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard. How that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. He told him right there. He says, and now you have to understand, they didn't have the New Testament. They only had the Old Testament. And most of these people, they were well aware of everything in the Old Testament. So he told them, and I can imagine someone thinking in their self, God said he was coming. And how many know that God is not a name? God's not a name. God's just a title. Just like you're a student, you're a brother, you're a sister. All these things, those are titles. It's not a name. And see, Jesus said it right there because Jesus is a name, right? Somebody shout Jesus. That's right. Jesus said unto them, he says, listen, I've, I've come. And I'm quoting verbatim of what, what I've done. I've opened up the, the ears of the, the deaf. I've opened up blind eyes. And he's done all these things. And he says, uh, he says, go and tell John. And you see, God tells us right there, Jesus, it's so, it's so powerful because you know what? And I know I'm all over the place, but in order to love God, you need to know who he is. Amen. 1 Timothy 3 and 16, it says, for great is the mystery. Oh, without controversy, I'm sorry. Great is the mystery of godliness. God, God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. That same God who is a creator, a father, the I am. I mean, you can go down the list, the healer. The deliverer, the savior, the redeemer, the one who did it all, came and manifested himself in flesh. And he took our sins upon us because he loved each and every one of you.
And each and every one of you, he said, you know what? All these kids, all these kids have purpose. All these kids have something special in their life. And sin requires there to be payment. When you sin, death needs to take the place of that sin. And see, the blood of bulls and goats, they can only do for so long. Right? So God had to think of a solution. He says, I got it. They need somebody who's perfect. So I'll go down there. I'll manifest myself in flesh. And I'll die on a cross. And the same power and the same thing I use to overcome, I'm going to give to each and every one of you. And y'all, I'm done tonight. We can come. But I just want to say this. Jesus is God. Manifest in the flesh. He died for us. And he loves each and every one of us. And that same God we can talk to because you know what the Bible says that he's Emmanuel he's God with us and I know tonight's a little different tonight's more of a Bible study but you know that's what makes it so great to love and to know who God is because when you know the name when you know who Jesus is you can call on his name you can tell him what you're struggling with you can tell him what's going on how you're feeling and he knows exactly where you're at. He knows exactly how it feels to be alone. He knows exactly how it feels to be abused. He knows exactly how it feels to be thirsty and just want some water. He knows how it feels to be hungry. He knows how it feels to go to bed at night and feeling like he has nobody. But you know what? I know one thing, that God is there for each and every one of us. Amen? Amen. Come on, for just a few moments, can we just lift our hands and talk to Jesus right now? God, I thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the revelation of who you are, God. I thank you, Jesus, for being perfect. God, for coming down and manifesting yourself, God. To being born of a woman, God, that you may die for us, God. That you may give us life again, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Can we just talk to him right now? Come on, somebody. I don't know what you might be going through. But let me tell you, if you know who owns the house, if you know who who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. If you know who Jesus is, you can just tell him about everything you're going through. And when you talk to him, he knows exactly where you're at. Come on, somebody, for just a few moments. Come on, somebody, for just a few moments. God, I love you. I thank you for being who you are. I thank you, Jesus, for being my Savior. Lord, I thank you for being my Redeemer. God didn't come down and manifest himself and die for no reason. He died for each and every one of you. He died for each and every one of you because he cares. He knows that you have purpose, that you have something so much greater. And it's in that revelation that we can get into the house. Come on, someone, for just a few moments. For just a few moments, can we just talk to him right now? Lord, I love you, Jesus. Lord, I love you. God, I thank you, Jesus, for everything you're doing. God, I worship your name. God, I thank you for being my healer. God, I thank you for being my deliverer, Jesus. I worship and adore. God, I thank you, Jesus, for creating me, God. For redeeming me, God. 
Lord, I thank you, Jesus. God, that you love me enough to leave your perfect state, to leave your perfect estate and come and die for me, Jesus. God, I love you. I thank you for who you are, Jesus. I worship Just want to tell you, God, I love you. Come on, somebody, God loves you. Come on, somebody, God loves you. Come on, God has a purpose for you, somebody. I worship and adore. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Lord, I thank you for being a father God, I thank you, Jesus, that when I was alone, you were a comforter for me, Jesus. God, I thank you, Lord, for the revelation of who you are, Jesus. Lord, I love you more than anything. Come on, somebody right now. Can we just talk to him right now? Come on. Can someone, if you don't have any words to say, just just say, God, I love you more than anything. Jesus, I thank you for being my Savior.
You know, in order to make it to heaven, we got to know who's the creator of heaven. And I want to make it in. Amen. 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 Let's clap our hands one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all, never stop. Never stop searching. Never stop knowing.